Welcome to a, another episode of Confessions with Dr. Mosby, and this is part seven. Yeah, I think this is part seven of my segment. EJ, get your shit together. You're almost 18. So in this particular segment, we're going to talk about, you know, several different things, but primarily EJ Lyon is what we're going to talk about and why there's absolutely no need to lie to me. So with that being said, EJ, Mm -hmm. why do you lie to me? Like for real, like, like Mm. when you were a little boy, you know, I used to stay on to you about lying. And I used to always say, don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. So that what? Oh, you didn't forget. I forgot how the saying goes, but I know that basically, like, it's like telling me the truth or whatever because you have no reason to lie to me. Yeah, you have no reason to lie to me. And if anybody needs to lie, you tell me the truth so I can lie for you. So I want to know. I've told you that your entire life, but I want you to tell me why you feel the need for whatever reason. And let me give a let me give a little, little quick backstory here. So what even sparked my attention to do a do an episode on this is because of something that transpired. <clears throat> so EJ, I guess he forgets sometimes that I've been his age. I'm not exactly sure. So sometimes, you know, the bullshit that he says and, and he'll he will vouch on this. I'm not an individual where I listen to respond, I listen to comprehend. So if you tell me something that's fucked up, you better best believe I'm going to come back and I'm going to what, EJ? Wonder or question. I'm going to what? Either, you know, like, basically question, pretty much. What do you mean by question? You're, you're actually mm-hmm. absolutely right, excuse me, but what do you mean when you say I'm going to question? Like, let's say if you pick up on an inconsistency in, like, a story. Speak up. I can't I hear say, you. I said, like, let's say if you pick up on an inconsistency in a story, or let's say you hear something that sounds off, then you may or may not catch it in the moment, but then you'll come back later and be like, hold up, wait, wait, wait a second, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit don't make sense. And so that was what happened with this particular episode. So E asked me if he could go hang out with a friend of his. And I don't recall, e, you never said that the look, the young lady was going with you all, did you? Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. Okay, so anyway... EJ tells me that him and one of his homeboys are going out and the homeboy, uh, he had a cousin, a female cousin who was going to tag along. So I'm already knowing that that's probably some fuck shit. But what did I say? <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, he, he's a senior in high school and EJ will tell you I am not the clingy mom. He's an only child, but I'm not clingy. Never have been. You know, when he was little. And he would go, you know, stay with my parents or what have you for the summer. I, of course, I would miss my baby. But uh, now that he's he's getting old, it's fun to me to be able to watch him grow and learn and blossom. But uh, so anyway, he says, Mom, you know, I'm hang out with my homeboy and um, his one of his female cousins. Oh, I know my child. So I was like, if this is. The female cousin that I'm thinking about, I'm already knowing. So I didn't say anything. I let him go. So 
He tells me that they're going to hang out. No, he asks if it's okay if the homeboy picks him up at 12.30, 12.30 p.m. So I said, yeah. I said, now, now that you are a senior, your curfew, I will extend it to midnight. And I said, now, if you give me a reason to, you know, refrain from that or to monitor and adjust it, then that's definitely what I'm going to do. So Elliot leaves to go, um out with his friend and, and, and the friend's cousin. I had a staff meeting that particular day at 4.30. I'm getting ready to start my staff meeting, <clears throat> and EJ is texting me. So I had to stop and tell my, my faculty and staff, I said, hold up, I got to put my mom hat on. So something was going on with his phone. He couldn't, he was calling me, but it wasn't coming through. It was a bunch going on. So he said, can you come get us? And I'm thinking, can I come get you? What do you mean? You left here with a friend. And I'm from the, the, the frame of thought. At least this is how I was raised. You leave together, you come back together. No matter what happened, you know, now y'all, you all may not ever say anything to each other after I get back home. But if we go together, we're going to come back together. So... I said, well, where are you? He told me where he was. I said, well, you're just going to have to stay there, you know, until I finish my my staff meeting. Now, what's crazy is any other time, you know, when EJ was younger, I would have stopped what I was doing. Like, okay, y'all, I have to cancel this. But I'm like, EJ's 17 years old. He got himself in this bullshit. He going to be okay. Until, or he will be okay until I get there. Make conversation like a real nigga. You did what? Made conversation like a real nigga. You made conversation like a real nigga. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> so, um, my faculty meeting, or my, my, yeah, my staff meeting ends, and I proceed to go pick up EJ. So, I get there, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm thinking to myself, I know goddamn well Elliot is not going to come out of here and ask me to give this little girl a ride home that I don't fucking know. I don't know her last name. I don't know anything about her parents. And what does Elliot do? He uh, comes out of the restaurant. Uh, and I mean, just the look on her face. And what Elliot knows about me, he know, or he knew that I was not going to leave that child there. I know some people that would have just picked up their child and kept it pushing. But, you know, I said, do you need a ride home? And she was respectful, very, very respectful. And I said, yes. I mean, she said, yes, excuse me. I didn't say yes. So I said, okay, get in the car. So I said, well, you know, what's your address? Oh, I don't know. Who the fuck don't know the address? And I'm, I'm trying to hold it together because I had taken some medicine. And then medicine was going <laughs> to activate by a certain time, if you feel me. And so I'm thinking, okay, I can just hop in the car, go pick up E, and then come back home, you know, grab me something to eat on the way back. No. So she said, well, I don't know the address. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck do you not know the address? So then I found out she wasn't going home. She was going to her sister's place. So I said, okay. I said, well, do you know the area? Um, no. So I'm thinking, okay, not only is my, you gonna get upset with me. I'm like, who the fuck is this dumb motherfucker? Don't know anything, but I'm keeping it together. Cause I'm saying to myself, I'm gonna kick EJ ass when we get back home. So I said, well, do you at least know the part of town? And so, I mean, I was real calm. I was pissed, but I was real calm, you know? 
So I said, um, she said, well, yeah. So she told me the part of town. I said, well, I tell you what, if I get to this part of town, can you at least, you know, tell me where to go? She said, oh, me y'all. So I said, all right. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I swear to God, my son just started early getting in some bullshit. Keep in mind, this is the third damn female in a month. So different one at that. Woo! That's no woo my ass. So she gets in the car. Oh, let me back up. So Elliot says to me, now keep in mind, have I ever met her before? I thought so. That time we went to Dave and Buster's off for it. Oh, but I didn't really pay attention to her. She wasn't my responsibility. Well, she wasn't my responsibility this time, but she was with her cousin. So I didn't have to take her home. So I kind of knew what the young lady looked like, but not really. So EJ says, mm-hmm. Mom, uh, is it okay if she come back to the house until her sister gets out? And I'm looking at him like, who the, what? Hell no. But I didn't say that. I said, uh, well, Elliot, I have yeah. some errands to run, which I really did have some errands to run. And I later had a conversation with him about that, that we may get a chance to talk about. So I take the, is that your, what? is that a booger in your nose or your nose ring? Were you talking about that little circle right there? That's a booger. Where? Right there. Dude, what's with you? You didn't have boogers in your nose all day today. Me and my nose operate. I told you you need to clean your nose every day. It's hanging right there. Everywhere. Right, you don't fit. Yeah, right there. Ugh. Go clean your nose while I finish up, and then you, you, I'm gonna have you. No, the booger is still. Um, yeah. Ma, are you talking about this right here? Dude, I know what a fucking booger looks like. Oh, uh, because I'm like, if you talking about the thing, I'm grabbing my. That's the circle of my nose. No, right. it is not the circle of your nose. That is a straight certified booger. EJ just really, again, caught me off guard here. Or, or I have gone down a rabbit hole talking about a booger in his nose. But anyway, so I said, no, EJ. Um, she cannot come over to our home. Uh, so I proceed to take the young lady to her sister's house. We get there, and or we get to the area. And she says to me, now keep in mind, where we were, it was a good 15 minutes away. So then she says to me, once we get to the area, oh, my sister says she doesn't get off work until 6. And I'm thinking, you got to be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. So then, that was what she told me at first. Her sister got off at 6. I said, okay. So then she waits until we get to, what, maybe a fourth of a block from where her sister lives to tell me, oh, my sister says she's not going to get off to seven. You already know. Well, you all probably don't. But anyone that knows me knows that I was pissed the fuck off. Gas is high as shit. So I needed some gas. So I was like, okay, I'll just get some gas. Now that I know that I got to drive all the way back across town to bring this child back home. So I run my errands. We come back across town. Drop her off. So I said, well, let me go and get some gas because by this time my gas light has come on. Get some gas and there's a glitch in the fucking system and I get charged $126 for $50 worth of gas. So I'm pissed on top of being pissed and went in the store and I'm going off like, why the hell did you charge me $126 and I only got $50? So, anywho, that was a whole nother story. <clears throat> so, we dropped the young lady off. And like Elliot said, we get home. 
And then my light bulb comes on. I said, this shit doesn't make sense to me. And I said, now, he went with his homeboy. What happened to the homeboy? Why, why didn't the homeboy bring you home? So, EJ, that's where you come in. Because he lied to me. So, he's going to explain himself. Come on. So, reason I was not brought home by said homeboy was because the whole plan was... Originally, it was going to be four of us that went to the movie. It was going to be me, um, him, his cousin, and then his cousin was supposed to be bringing along a female friend. That way, he could have So, y'all was going to be double dates. See, EJ didn't tell me that. Now, go ahead. That way, he could have somebody to kick it with while me and his cousin was bobbing or whatever. And so, it turns out, though, the whole thing with uh, her bringing a well, her bringing a friend fell through. So, no, clearly it didn't fall through. Oh, wait, I thought fell through was like what you use when you say it didn't work out. Well, in this particular case, you're using it the opposite way. Oh, well, it didn't work out. Right. All right. And so what happened was that, all right, he was like, okay, well, since that's not the case, it was like he was going to drop us off at the movie. And then since there was no friend or whatever, it was just going to be we went to the movie and then we just kind of like kicked it on our own. Since he didn't want to be on, like, no third wheel type stuff. Okay, he didn't want to be on no third wheel type shit. But you don't leave your homeboy. And you damn sure don't leave your family member. I didn't raise you like that. And I wasn't raised like that. Okay? Now, if y'all want to be on some double date type shit, that's, that's fine. But it's the principle of it. So, he said, fuck you. And he said, fuck his cousin. And then, by default, that became my responsibility. And it became my responsibility because I'm a parent and I care. And I wasn't going to just leave her stranded. Hell, if she didn't know how to get from the restaurant to her sister's house, I know that if she was just stranded, she just would have been lost. She would have just been sitting there. That's not a friend. And you, you make your choices. And you do whatever works for you. But that that's not a true friend. Because even if he was going to be the third wheel, you come back. Say, look, I'm going to give you all a certain amount of time and then I'll be back. But just leave me. And then you trying to get an Uber. You can't get an Uber because you weren't a page. So then what do you do? You got, and then You're talking about you want to go off to school? And then what do you do? Ma. Knowing that I had a staff meeting at 4.30. But because of what you know about your relationship with your mom, you knew I was going to what? Yeah. I was going to be there and I was going to come get you. So now let's go back to what my initial question was. Why do you feel the need to lie? Hmm. It feels like a loaded question because it's like whatever you do answer it don't feel like it's going to be justified now I want reasonable. you to tell me the truth because EJ we, we had this issue the earlier part of this year oh uh, yeah talking about the shorts yeah where EJ lied I well actually EJ didn't lie EJ disobeyed me is what EJ did I specifically EJ was going on a trip and I specifically told EJ now you can wear some bullshit around here but when you leave you don't wear bullshit. You know, I have bought EJ pajamas, you know, for the winter as well as for the summer where he has a matching shirt. 
He don't want to do that for whatever reason. He wanted to wear some some cut off bullshit ass shorts. So I was monitoring because I know my child. So I said, son, don't take, I said, take them out. I said, don't take those shorts. So how EJ took them out. And I later found out that EJ put those shorts back in the bag. Well, I guess EJ didn't think mom was going to find that out. So how mom found it out, he was talking to another young lady one night. And he was like, yeah, such and such said, what did she say about your shorts? Or something such and such <laughs> uh, liked, liked my short. So, like he says, I listened to comprehend. I didn't say anything then. I thought about it. I said, now, wait a minute. I know he wouldn't wear those shorts around her because every time he saw this particular young lady, he had to shower and, you know, be fresh to death. But you're telling me that she saw you? And I said, well, when would she have seen you? In these shorts. Well, see, she went on the same trip that EJ went on. I said, oh, so you deliberately disobeyed me and took those shorts after I told you not to and took them out your suitcase. So I made EJ write me a research paper on why uh, he made the decision to disobey me. And it was a very, very good research paper. He he was required. How many resources did I tell you you had to have? One to two. Yeah, he had to he had to have two sources and he had to write that research paper in MLA uh using MLA format. Mm-hmm. And um you know, everybody parents totally different. That's just how I have made the choice to you know, to parent my child. I want him to know why he's being punished. I want him to know what the repercussions are of that. And not only um uh, did he disobey me, but he hurt my feelings because he Okay. We are back um, some way or another. It got cut off, but um, let's pick up where we were. So I had EJ to do this paper and I wanted to explain to him or I wanted him to understand that's better. I wanted him to understand that not only was I upset because he disobeyed me, I was upset with him because it was unwarranted, you know, and I needed him to think about why he felt the need to do that. So now you can go into detail and tell me it's not a loaded question i want you to be honest why do you feel the need to lie to me mm-hmm. uh, i feel like there may be some other reasons that come to mind but off top i know one is sometimes fear like the fear of what you could potentially say at the truth when I tell you the truth, sometimes overwhelms the, I don't know, the fear of like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know I was, it's a way I want to word it, one second. I guess sometimes the, the fear of how you'll react to hearing the truth sometimes overwhelms the fear of simply telling you the truth and I don't know sometimes when that overwhelms it then it's like it feels like in the moment a reasonable course of action is to okay say something happened when in fact another thing did 
And then I guess another thing that occurs or sometimes comes to mind is, I guess, I guess sparing information sometimes because like that'll count. I don't know. I guess maybe that's a form of lying too. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll feel the need. It's like, dang, mom's already a nervous wreck because of the stuff that I do like on a daily. And I don't know. I feel like let's say there are certain situations where it's like, dang, if I tell mom this, she going to be a nervous wreck. Or if I tell this, mom really going to be on pins and needles. And I know you were grown. You were grown when you were a big girl. So it's like, part of me or it's like another part of me feels like okay that's still not reasonable because she can handle it and you know she's your mom she done been here like 20 she got 25 years up on you and so even then it's not necessarily justifiable but I guess sometimes another reason is because it'll like be I don't want to say spare your feelings because that sound I don't know that don't sound right to me that don't roll off the tongue the way I want it to but in so many words I guess kind of that concept of I feel like I scare you a lot with the shit that I do on a weekly, if not daily basis. And so sometimes when there are certain situations, I feel like maybe it's better if I spare the truth or spare certain details about the truth because I feel maybe I'm doing something good by not by not revealing certain information. And but how does that work for you? Every time you do that, don't I find out? Huh? Yeah. So if you think that you're going to keep doing the same thing and you're going to get a different result, that is not true. So you've lied to me before. 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 And each time that you do it, I always find out that you're what? You've lied to me. So... There is no need, which is why I tell you that all the time. And as far as, you know, being a nervous wreck, it, yeah. I mean, it's part of being a parent. I care. I, I, I care about your well-being. I want the best for you. You let me deal with that part. That's not for you to deal with. Your role is to be a child. My role is to be your mom. In regards to my mom, I can understand that because there are some things that I don't share with my mom. But the difference with you and I, I don't live with my mom. You know what I'm saying? When you are grown and you're on your own and you're paying your own bills, then if you want to go do some fuck shit, then you can go do some fuck shit because you're not under my roof. But you're under my roof, and those are my rules that you do not have to lie to me. There is no reason. So... In the grand scheme of things, was it worth you lying to me about hanging out with a friend and his cousin? And y'all were going to double date? Because here's the other thing. of You can get involved, EJ, in some real fucked up shit that I would have never known. You're with this, this, this young lady. And y'all are not in a vehicle you're out walking and i specifically said what it is hot as hell outside you do not need to be in the heat anything could have happened and if somebody had called and said well mosby um we just saw elliot on colonel glenn and there's an ambulance what is he it was he in a, a, a car wreck was he in i mean because when you left me you were in a vehicle. When you left me, you were with your homeboy. 
How did we go from, or how did you go from being with your homeboy in a vehicle to walking down fucking Colonel Glen when it's damn near 100 degrees outside? You know your medical condition better than anybody, aside of me. You know that you can't be in temperatures higher than 85 for long periods of time. Nine times out of ten, you didn't have a water bottle. Look, son, I'm not fussing. And as long as my eyes are open and they're closing, I'm going to be your mom. And don't ever feel that, first of all, there is no pussy. None. None. Nothing. None. There is no pussy out there that is that good that you got to lie to me. Because I can tell you, there is no dick walking around the face of this earth that's going to jeopardize my relationship with my mom. Not, not going to happen. And I know that you're young, and I know that you're excited, and you want to go different places, and you want to do different things. I don't have hang-ups about, you know, you going places. I just want to make sure you're safe. And that's always been the case. But when you lie to me, then it's like, if EJ's lying to me about something like that, I'm entrusting you to drive my car. I'm entrusting you with my keys. I'm entrusting you with my debit cards. I'm entrusting you with, with, with everything. And if you're going to lie to me about something so small, so minute in the grand scheme of things, then that makes me not trust you at all. Now, if, 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 if that's the way that you're going, you don't want me to trust you? I don't say that. What? I said, no, I ain't going to say that. So, so what are you going to do? No choice, but to tell the truth. No, yeah, you have a choice because you clearly haven't been doing it. And then here's the other thing. <clears throat> so you you are into these young ladies or whatever, and y'all are hanging out and you're doing it. EJ, you don't want a label of a lying-ass dude. Now, people are going to put labels on you regardless, and you won't be able to do anything about it. But don't get in the habit of just lying for the fuck of lying. You know, you don't have to disclose information to people about your personal life or your, you know, your personal belongings or things of that, of that such. But at the same time, you don't want to get in the habit of just lying for the sake of lying. And, and I don't know, you triggered something when you, when you said, you know, you were trying to protect my feelings. I don't need you to protect my feelings. And what triggered that is I've had men lie to me in the past and they've said that I'm trying to protect. How the fuck you trying to protect me and you're lying to me? I'm entrusting you. And I'm not saying you, I'm talking about the guys. I am entrusting you. And then that that's that's the respect that you feel that you need to give me in return. I'd rather you be honest with me. Then try to take a because when you lie, what you do is you take away my options. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get in the habit. You don't want to get in the habit of telling a young lady you love her or yeah. telling a young lady that 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 you you really into it just because you want to have sex with her. And at the rate, and I'm not saying that I'm for abortions or, you know, uh um 
killing a fetus or anything like that. But we're talking about the plan B's that's going to be taken off and everything. It's a whole different world now. So you got to be mindful of who you sticking your dick in. You can't just go skinny dipping. Because it's easy to have sex with somebody, but it's hard as fuck to raise a child. And it's even harder to have to raise that child by yourself. You know better than anybody what that feels like to not have both parents in the home. And would you want to do that to your child? I would hope not. So you need to be, uh, you know, very selective and very conscious in who you have sex with. You need to be able to say, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. You're not deserving of this. You don't need to just go around giving it to any and everybody. Even if you're not in a relationship and you're just, you know, hanging out, having fun, you, you pick you a person, maybe two tops, but you don't need to have three and four and five. You don't, you don't need that because you are attaching and they are attaching to you and you don't want that energy and that bad juju. I'm serious. You, you'll reach a point that you're like, you know what? This is not all what it's hyped up to be. Because you'll realize that there are so many more important things than just having sex. With, oh, man, she bad. Man, she did, she that. Mm-mm. But she bad, meaning she got a nice body, she pretty, but she treats you like shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't doing that on purpose. It just kind of. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> happened. My bad. I didn't, I didn't trigger you, did I? My bad. I'm sorry. And you know what? We're going to end it on that note. No, uh, no, you... <laughs> y'all, I just triggered EJ. I'm nah, sorry. Nah, nah, he was fucking around with a young lady that, you know, she's very pretty, but she treated him like shit. Um, so, <laughs> what did you, so do a little re, uh, recap. What what did you get from, from all of this? From this whole yeah. episode? Or... Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, more than anything off top would probably be just a reaffirmation of the whole thing that you've been trying to ingrain in my head since I was little. Like, you know, reason to lie to you because, I mean, ain't nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. But I got something on my face. No, it look like you got it. You do. You just need to clean your nose. You got another booger oh. hanging right here, but go ahead. But, I mean, because it's like, ain't nothing new under the sun, so, I mean, they say what's in the dark gonna always come, like, find its way to shine, so, I don't know, I guess I'm thinking about that, too, and then, I don't know, I guess you just, like, put it in perspective, because it's like, dang, as far as you know, I was out chilling at the movie theater, all three of us, and, like you said, I'm out walking in summer, Arkansas summer weather, to... A restaurant that's okay granted it's a a little bit down the street or just a little walk down the street like maybe a little 15 minute walk but anything you know, mm-hmm. anything and it's a happen. very very busy area of town cars are always right off of the freeway somebody could have easily been not paying attention hit you and this th- these are worst case scenarios you could have passed out she would have panicked she wouldn't have known what to do she don't know how to get in contact with me and your damn phone was dead. Yeah. So you have to put all of that into perspective. And we're going to end 
And until next time.